It's that time of the year again, ladies and gentlemen. It is 4th of July. It's coming up, coming quick. I'm your boy Beans, here for another episode of Spill the Beans. God bless you. Great to have you here. Oh, am I ready for this show, dude? Nothing gets me hyped up like the 4th of July. I think it's honestly three or four. It's in the top five of holidays for me, man. Nothing like being red, white, and better than you, if you know what I mean. Hey, America, we are awesome. I promise you. So, for all of uh, you non-Americans listening to this, I'm sorry that you can't join the hype. I mean, you can, but, you know, you have to change citizenship and all that fun jazz. So, I got some chalky milk. We're ready to roll. But before I get going on this one, we got we got to pour one out for one of my boys. Uh, oof, if I get emotional, I apologize. Uh, we had to put down one of my family dogs. It's last week. His name is Wicket. Some called him Grey Wind, and I'm gonna miss that bastard. Ten years old. Uh, found a tumor. So it's been uh, it's been a tough week for my family. Um. So, uh, keep us in your thoughts and your prayers, but, uh, I'll tell you what, he rode out in a blaze of glory on his last day, he had some chicken nuggies and he got some, uh, got a lot of popcorn. So, uh, we go to the movies tonight and I'm going to get some popcorn in honor of my pupper. Uh, we're going to miss you, Wick. Ooh. Yeah, it's hitting me a little bit. Thought about it in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no. So, uh, thought I'd tell a few stories about old good old Wicket. Wicket was, uh, he's a grumpy dog, but, you know, he still loved, you know, he growled. That's how we talked to you. You know, he wasn't one of those dogs that would be like, he wasn't like all smiley and stuff. That makes sense. You know, he was. He was an old man at heart. He was an old soul. Um, I remember when he was a pupper, I had him for a week while I was out on strep throat because the doctors um, had a false positive or a false negative on my strep throat. And so I was out for a week with a pupper. Um, Wicked also got his ass beat by a chihuahua. And I think that's why he, uh, he went grumpy because it was a tiny ass chihuahua and he just yeah, but, uh, yeah, I know he, uh, loved people, that dog, you know, cuddled with you, didn't like to be moved, though, once he got there, so, he was, like, he's tough on the outside, but he's a cinnamon roll on the inside, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss him, it's gonna be weird, I know my, uh, I know my parents are going through it right now worse than me, so, uh, yeah. Ooh. I think if there's anything else I want to talk about with Wicket. And uh I got I got nothing. So uh yeah. So if you know if you knew Wicket, you know, throw up a salute in the comments for my pupper. Rest in peace, buddy. I hope you get ten times more chicken nuggies up there with Jesus. So but, after that sad note, you know, let's, let's kick it up a notch. Let's, let's get back to the, the fun, the fun stuff, right? You know, um, I thought, because I think we can already guess what the theme is of today's whiteboard breakdown. Okay. I, I thought we would go back to our list from Good Housekeeping. Okay, and if you're wondering what list I'm talking about, 
It is the list of top 55, top 55 of the strangest superstitions from around the world. I'm going to be talking a lot about America, so let's touch on everywhere else. Watch these next, like, 10 be, like, from from America. That'd be funny. But, uh, we did the first five a couple podcasts ago. I thought it would be fun to bring the list back. Okay, so we're going to go to number six on Good Housekeeping's superstitions list. And at number six, we have whistling indoors invites evil. Okay, I can kind of see it. Why? I don't know how to whistle, man. Can't. I've tried. You ready? You ready? For those people who can see me and for the people that can hear me, here, here's going to be the whistle sound, okay? I'm going to try. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Sounds like a fly. That's what I just did. I made a fly imitation. I can't whistle. It's it's sad. It sucks. I can't whistle. But whistling while you work may be an issue in Lithuania, where it's forbidden to whistle indoors because the noise is believed to summon demons. That's it. That's as far as that article goes. So... Do I think this is a legitimate one? Just indoors or just in general? Okay, this just says indoors. So outside, you can whistle wherever you want in Lithuania, but inside, it's like, no. So I wonder if, like, it's because the demons can just roam free or they can't pin your location, and then if it's in the house, you know, you don't want a demon in your house, right? They're no fun. They're demons. Yeah, that's all I got for that one. Number seven. Don't cheers with water. Well, first of all, why would you cheers with water in the first place? That's pretty lame. I guess unless you're like an AA, which then you could probably be cheersing waters. But I, I feel like if you are an AA, you're cheering, cheersing like Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, or maybe flavored water. You're not doing plain water. Unless it's like a sobriety thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, I'm not in AA, so I couldn't tell you. But, I'm going to stick with it being kind of lame on why the cheers with waters, okay? Oh, it's the Germans who find this superstitious. With your guys' clouded history, <laughs> and cheersing waters is the issue? Anyways... <laughs> A German superstition declares that if you cheers with water, you're actually wishing death upon the people you're drinking with. This idea stems from Greek mythology. Okay. So I wonder if, like, there's some German soap opera and, like, it's a mobster show, right? I wonder if they use that as, like, to foreshadow the, like, the turn, right? Because, you know, some writers are, like, they do that where they'll take, like, old things and the, they'll be, like, or, like, they'll weave something from in the story earlier as, like, a device of, like, that's when you could tell that he was going to do that because later on you're like, oh, so if they do that, it, that's why they did it. It's a terrible explanation, but you're following me, I'm sure. So, yeah, I wonder if they just... Is that what Hitler cheers with, his water? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's bad. All right, we're just going to go to number eight because I just I just keep thinking of like messed up Nazi jokes and I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> number eight, avoid sleeping with your head to the north. Why? Because south is better. Is north because it's too cold and your brain will freeze. Is that why? Is that silly? Like the rest of these superstitions, but this is silly. According to Japanese superstition, sleeping with your head in this direction is bad luck because that's how the deceased are laid to rest. So you're telling me in Japan that all of their burials are north and south? That's actually kind of impressive. 
I wonder why they do that, though. So, I wonder if you got lost in a cemetery. Is, like, reading the names True North? It has to be. It has to be. So, guys, if you ever get lost in a Japanese cemetery, remember, North is the way of the headstone. South is the other direction. It's like the sun rising in the east and setting in the west. And I know I did that backwards with my hands, but you understand where I'm going with it. Fascinating. It's crazy that every single person lined up. Like, I feel like in America, you just kind of throw them in the dirt, bury them, and wherever they are is wherever they are. Interesting. All right, number nine. Number nine. I'm going to try to guess what country this one's from. Number nine. And avoid sleeping with your head to the west. Is this also Japanese? Are they both Japanese? So, what's wrong with the West? I'm going to guess Japan again. Oh, no. Conversely, the same superstition exists in Africa if you sleep with your head to the West. So, in Africa, if you're facing a headstone, you're looking West. Japan, North. What is up with the cardinal directions? And why? I still don't understand why. What is the logic? What is the logic? Is I, I still don't get the north and south thing either. The logic doesn't make sense. Why would you purposefully lay them all heads to the west? So in Africa and in Japan, you just don't put your beds that way? I mean, what if the room, I guess none of the rooms would be built that way. That seems really inconvenient. I wonder if that's how, how well superstition is thought out. It's kind of like the number 13. None of our hotels have the 13th floor, and it's a ridiculous superstition, but it still affects the way that buildings are made because they skip the 13th floor. So actually, the 14th floor is the 13th. So does that affect the way that their rooms are built? Are all their rooms built so they're bigger? going the opposite directions. So like in Japan, it would be bigger going east to west, but slimmer going north to south to avoid, to like, not avoid, but like to shy away from going north to south. Interesting. See, now I'm just more fascinated by it. Do I think these are all ridiculous? Absolutely, because I don't understand why they do it. It doesn't explain in this article why they do this. All right, here's number 10. This seems more hygienic than, like, the superstition. Keep your new shoes off the table. Oh, wait. New shoes. I still don't want to put shoes on. <laughs> that's where you eat. But at the same time, I guess if they're new, they're out of the box, what harm is it going to do? But then again, why are you putting your new shoes on a kitchen table? Unless you're, like, showing them to somebody. But I, I don't know. Weird. Weird. Okay, let's just see what's going on. In Britain... I love how I said I was going to guess, and I stopped guessing. In Britain, it's considered bad luck because it is supposed to symbolize the death of a loved one. Oh, here's the explanation. Back in the day, placing someone's shoes on a table was a way to let their family know that they passed away. Nowadays, it's also just bad etiquette. Damn. That's kind of cold, by the way. It's You know what, though? Like, this isn't really a superstition. This is more of, like, a, like, sign of, like, I kind of respect it because it's like saying something without saying something, you know, like imagine going to somebody else's house or just imagine being a police officer, you know, and you got to tell somebody that their loved one died in a car crash. So you go out and buy a new pair of shoes and then you just, you're like, hello, um, I need to inform you of something. And I go to your kitchen and the family's already like, no, don't say it. And then they just set their shoes and like, no, <laughs> And they're like, it was your third cousin on your mom's side died in a car accident. And then just leaves, leaves the new shoes on there. And then they just start weeping, but they get a new free pair of shoes, right? And obviously they would have British accents doing it because they're in Britain. It's like, sorry, love. Yeah. Tea time. 
Yeah, that see that sounded Australian. I used to have a really decent British accent until my mom ruined it. And why did my mom ruin it? It's because we were in Britain. We were in the United Kingdom. We were up there in the UK. Top of the morning to you. Oh, see, I'm still going Australian, I think. Heidi ho. No, see, I got nothing. I got nothing. It ain't there anymore. But this is why. Because I was getting so in, in, enveloped in the accent. Because I heard it around the garage. You know. Fish and chips. Uh, what was some other stuff? That's British. Hans. That's not really British, I guess. But pants is just implying underpants. Oop, oop, oop. Um, and so, interesting. Yeah. So anyways, sorry, got distracted. Got a text. We're good. Blame JP from the other podcast. Distracting me. Okay. But back on track. Focus. Britain, my mother, it's her fault because I was learning and I was getting really good at it. And I think she was scared that I was going to go interact with somebody with the accent. And then she told me to stop using it. And it was, a, it was a bummer. But like, I think she threatened me. Probably threatened to take food away from me would be my guess because she's mean like that, you know. I'm just kidding. I love my mother. But she did. She, she, she threatened me. She's like, stop using it she got really she got real mad so out of respect to my mother because we're supposed to respect our parents i said i would stop and i did am i proud of it no but all right let's get into the fun stuff y'all at this point of the podcast it is about to be the 4th of july america's birthday July 4th, 1776, when America defied British rule and signed the Declaration of Independence to give a big old middle finger to King George and his red-coated bastards of the British Empire. And we took them down with help from the French. And then we also... They also ended up getting French fighting them and Spain fighting them. It was a whole thing, you know, because we're instigators, right? And that's what's so great about America is that we were rebels from the start, right? Britain told us to do something and we said, shove it up your ass, Britain. Shove it up your ass. There's a reason they wear those big top furry hats now. That's because of us. That's because of us. It's to make them look bigger and more intimidating. Because we humiliated them in 1776, July 4th. Red, white, and blue, baby. George Washington. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the 4th of July. How it started. Where it's at now. How to celebrate the 4th of July properly. Because some of you... I don't feel like appreciate America enough. Do we have our problems? Sure. Every country does. But if you're too busy looking and listening to the news that has been built to divide us, then you're behind. You're lacking. You're believing in this disgusting stuff, right? Donald Trump said fake news. Well, I think all of it's fake nationally locally it's probably accurate okay i'm not gonna shit on local news they do their best they tell us the weather you know they tell us what's going on in in the city local news is important but the national news nah not a fan none of them none of them okay none of them i want to be very clear we're not going to get political but we are going to talk about this great nation of the United States of America. All right. I've hyped it up enough. If you guys aren't pumped with the red, white, and blue humping through your veins, I don't know what to tell you, man. Skip this one. Take it to another one because we're about to take it up a level. As you can see that my excitement is through the roof. 
feel like I got jet engine fuel running through my veins right now. I am ecstatic. Riley, what are you doing for the 4th of July? I'm working, but I'm getting time and a half, and I'm excited about it. I get to wear my red, white, and blue. Man, if I could only get all eagle in here to screech America, I would, but I can't. America, fuck yeah. Let's get to the whiteboard. And we are at the whiteboard, and it is time. All right, and there's only going to be two colored markers used today. And you're probably wondering, what color? Obviously, it's red and blue because it's a white board, okay? I don't have a white marker that would defeat the whole purpose of a white board. So, white, red, white, and blue, all right? So, obviously, the fourth of Josh Marker. Fourth of. Actually, let me just leave these uncapped real quick. So we're going to do something awesome. We're going to alternate the colors in July. Yeah. 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 Right there. Fourth of July. So where do we start when we break down the fourth of July? Well, obviously, we start. July 4th, 1776. I already talked about it a little bit today. Okay, but it's when we used the Declaration of Independence. Okay, we use that thing. Deck of In. Okay, that document we sent over to old King George and we said, hey, we're tired of your bullshit. We're seceding from Britain. And as you can tell by how big John Hancock's signature is, we're real serious about it. Okay? So we basically put our metaphorical dick on the table. Sorry for the sexual innuendo, but it's the best graphic I have. All right? Declaration of Independence happens. Of course, we're going probably already warring with them beforehand, and now we're warring after, okay? Some stuff that built into... And was a part of this movement. I do not have the dates. I just know the important stuff that happened. Okay? Boston Massacre was important. Okay? Why? Because the British wrongfully shot some Americans. Alright? And this is when we were sick and tired of their bullshit. Number one. Okay? Another significant event. Because King George... Went on a spending spree. If you really want to know, go watch the musical Hamilton. It's a fantastic musical. It's mainly raps. I don't know if musical is the correct word. It's mainly raps, though. It's a, a rapsicle. Uh, that doesn't sound right. But you know what I'm saying. Okay? Hamilton, great rap musical. So if you want to learn about... Well, I mean, you're, you're learning about Alexander Hamilton for the most part. Less about the Boston Massacre and stuff. But anyways... Taxes were a big deal to King George. He's making a shit ton of money off of us. We work real hard over here in America. We get shit done. At least we do in the Midwest. I can't speak for the the other coasts. Yeah. Midwest, we get shit done. Alright? Now, obviously one of the best things we ever did because of their taxes was the Boston Tea Party. And pretty much because boss, not Boston, because the British are like, it's tea time. We'll get our tea. Oh, do you have a good cup of tea? It's morning, noon. We have to have a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. We said, nah, we're America. Into the harbor, man. So they dressed up as Native Americans. They got on that ship and they chucked that tea into the sea. Yes, it rhymes. I did that on purpose. Tea in the sea. And we want that portion of that event. Okay. Obviously, there were a lot of fights. Okay. Yorktown, there was a fight. Um, so there's going to be some historians that are going to be like, this guy's a moron. I am, but that's not besides the point. Uh, yeah, that's the only fight I can think of right now is Yorktown. Obviously, there were other ones. But, and of course, we got the best president. Of the United States of America. I don't think anybody surpassed him. 
in the greatness of presidential portions, okay? And that is my guy, George Washington. And he was the superior George in this battle. General George Washington went in there, led the troops, and won the war. Okay? Now, why is he the best president, you asked? Minus his dental hygiene of a dead man and the fact that he may or may not have chopped down a cherry tree. Don't understand that. The dude just wanted to make things right. He wanted the country to run smooth. He's the first man. He set the term limit. Okay, he didn't have to do that. Honestly, he probably shouldn't have. Because the second president wasn't such a great president. Okay, John Adams did not live up to General George Washington. Okay? Didn't live up to his hype. He said two terms of four years, eight years, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm settling back into Mount Vernon on my plantation. We weren't perfect yet. Okay, we still had work to do, but he tried real hard. Okay, without him, America doesn't exist. All right, this man deserves to be on Mount Rushmore, and he is on Mount Rushmore. To be honest, there's no other president like him. Okay, again, this is all like I haven't really gone into any more details. Another detail, though, is he didn't believe in a party system. Okay, that's an important thing to note. All right, but he wanted unity. He wanted all of the 13 colonies to join together and actually be a nation because a lot of the colonies just want to be their own separate like thing, right? That's why we have states and the country, all right? We are United States because, yes, we are separate and we do what we want, but we work together as a whole. We're the only country who does that, all right, unless you count Canada and their providences, but we won't get into that garbage here, okay? George Washington, that's the man and the only president you need to worry about, all right? Fourth of July, that man is on the dollar bill, he's on the quarter. If you ask me, him and Ben Franklin should have been switched around. George should be on the $100 bill, okay? He is the best president. No one has even come close. Maybe Abe Lincoln, because he freed the slaves. But outside those two, who else? Okay. To be honest, Mount Rushmore should probably only have two presidents on it. It should be George Washington, and it should be Abraham Lincoln. Just saying. Is there any other... Maybe FDR? Okay. FDR did a, a decent job in World War II, I think. Okay. Again, I don't know my history that well, but I'm pretty sure FDR did a bang-up job. All right. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt was a badass. Okay, he was. Thomas Jefferson, is this? I'm sure he did some stuff. I mean, he did buy half of America, some French, and sent old Louis and Clark out there to go explore the rest of it. But other than that, you know, Louis and Clark did most of it. You know, they did the mapping, they did the exploring. Not Thomas Jefferson, not Tommy J. No, I'm talking the original George Washington. That dude has a monument for a reason. Okay, He did never live in the White House, so that's an interesting fact. He, he, he was straight up Mount Vernon, man. I believe. I don't, I don't believe he lived in the White House. Okay, so that's America. We beat the British. The British can go suck it. All right. Um... Our nation's bird is the bald eagle, much to Benjamin Franklin's objections because he thought it should have been a turkey. Can you imagine if it was a turkey? We wouldn't be eating that shit for Thanksgiving. Ben Franklin almost ruined Thanksgiving. Think about that. At night, he almost ruined it. And Thanksgiving is easily second best holiday. Christmas is first for me. I'm a sucker for Jesus' birth and presence. For both. You like presents a lot. Anyways. 
But no, we picked a bald eagle because it's majestic. You ever watch a bald eagle scoop a fish right out of a river or a lake? It is, it's one of the most beautiful things. I cry every time. Here, sheds. Even when I'm in Canada and I watch a bald eagle fly down, I'm like, this is why America is better than you because your state animal is a fucking moose. Okay, and everybody likes a good moose. I like a good moose. But would I want him as my mascot? No. Some moose is kind of silly. It is. Why don't you pick a grizzly bear? Or, you know, a apex predator, a puma maybe, or a mountain lion or whatever the fuck you call him up there. Sorry, I'm all fired up. That's why. Come on, man. It's even silly to say, but I like meese. I like the meese. Okay, don't get me wrong. I like a good moose. But man, does it have nothing on a bald eagle. I'd like to watch a moose and a bald eagle fight. Bald eagle wins, and it ain't even close. I am jazzed up today. Jazzed up. All right? So, we go into some essentials for the 4th of July. This is how to have the best 4th of July possible. Okay, first of all, you have your parades, all right? Now, if you have small children, go to the parade. Honestly, if you're a child at heart, go to the parade. Why? Why go to the parade? You get candy. That's right. Usually, they throw those fruity tooties at you, which are the, the fruity-flavored Tootsie Rolls. They just, they just chuck them at you like that, you know? They just chuck them, and you'll get a lot of them. So, if you're a big fruity guy... <laughs> If you're a fruity guy, go to a parade, okay? Unless that was in June. Anyways, <laughs> that was a different month. Anyways, parade, candy. They got them, okay? Again, mainly Tootsie Rolls and those Fruity Tooties, all right? Maybe if you're lucky, they'll throw other candy. But they, you know, it's got to have some candy with some bounce, you know, something that can take the cement and not brick, right? It's not going to be like a Twix or a Snickers. So they're going to break on impact. That's why they go with the Fruity Tooties and the Tootsie Rolls. All right? So next. All right? So after you go to the parade, you go home. It's noon. What do you do? If you're 21 up, you crack a whole one. You crack a whole one. Because it is America. We're drinking beer. Hey, your first beer on the 4th of July, if you're not working, should be shotgunning a beer. This is America's birthday. We won on this day. Crack open a cold one. Now, make sure it's an American beer owned by an American company. All right? I recommend a Yingling. Shout out to my mom and dad. They love Yingling. We can't get Yingling here in Iowa. Okay, but if you're out there on the East Coast, hit up some Yangling. All right, another one, some Sam Adams. Have I ever had one? No, but you know what? I might this week. I might this week. Why? Because Sam Adams is a essential American. Do I know what he did? Not off the top of my head. They should have named. They need to name a beer after Paul Revere. It rhymes. Paul Revere. That's another golden idea. I have golden ideas on this show, and if anybody takes them, no, I will be upset. But I can't blame you because it's golden. The Paul Revere, the, the Paul Revere, the Paul Revere, and it's like a gold. It's a golden ale for a golden male who rode and told people that the British were coming, and we were ready to fight that day. Those red coats didn't have anything on us. Never. Anyways, crack open a cold one. Have a beer. And you know what goes great with that beer? You know what goes great with that beer? Of course you know what's great with that beer. It's grill out. Okay? And I'm not talking those little wieners, like the little hot dogs. The little hot dog, no. Burgers. Why? America. Get some brats in there. Why? America. What else are you going to do? Pork chops? Sure. Why? America. And cook some other stuff, too. Like meats galore on the 4th of July. Okay? 
next for an essential 4th of July party. There needs to be some form of water. And you're probably thinking, what do you mean? I mean, you have to be involved in a body of water. Okay? Body of water. Now, what could this body of water be? I'll tell you. A river. A lake. Or a pool. Right? Those are great options for where I'm at. You have an ocean, I guess, but I just don't feel like it's the same as a lake on the 4th of July. All right? You have to be on the water or next to the water. Why? Because it's essential. I think it's a lot to do with throwing tea in the harbor. I think. But I cannot confirm that. I don't know the connection. But you have to be wet. You have to have swim trunks on somewhere, man. And a beer. And meat. But the water has to be there. Why? Because the 4th of July is always hot. It's always a sunny, beautiful day. Why? Because it was a great day in American history. You have to have a body of water. All right? And then make sure you drink some water, too, if you're drinking a lot of beer. Okay? Pace yourself. It's a long day. All right? That's a different topic. Now. Okay. Got the water. Now. You're going through. We need to talk about the end of the day, and then we'll talk about some other essentials, 4th of July, okay? We have grilling. We have that. Okay, okay. Beer. Yep, got it. All right. Now, you're grilling out, you're cooking, you're having a good time. Where does the end of the day lead you? It leads you to some park or golf course where somebody with the right amount of certifications lights up some fireworks. Now, do not sit too close to the fireworks because there's a good chance that somebody didn't know what they were doing. Okay, if this was not a firefighter running this operation or a trained professional in blowy stuff uppies, do not get too close because somebody will lose a finger on the 4th of July. It just happens sometimes. I think it's because we get too excited. We get a couple of roaming candles we start shooting them at each other and we don't realize that it's a ball of fire. Don't shoot that at people. Jakers. Yes, fireworks. Get some sparklers in your hands, right? Spell letters. Pay attention to where the sparkle is at because if it gets close to your fingies, it's going to hurt. Okay, don't let it get close to the fingies. But you write your name or you draw a penis. Like whatever. Whatever you need to do with a sparkler, you do it. You do it. Fireworks. Now, let's get back to the focal point of what I wanted to discuss. Okay? There's two other things we need to talk about with the 4th of July. Okay? Number one, because you're going to be enjoying the water, and you're going to be enjoying the beer, and you're going to be drinking water because you need to pace yourself for the long day. Okay? There's another thing we must remember. Okay? And it's a key part to making sure the 4th of July is magnificent. Music is essential. Music. Okay? There are two artists that are definitely key essentials. And the rest are just great songs. So we're going to cover the two artists that are essential. Alright? Number one is... The Mr. America himself. It is Toby Keith. Okay. Nobody loves America more than Toby Keith. This is just a true fact. All right. He wrote Made in America. He wrote, hold on, give me one second. Uh, Beer for my horses, but that's not the American song that I wanted. Um, American Soldier. Uh, Let me look up. I should have I should have looked this up beforehand. But you guys know how much I like to fly on the seat of my pants here. Okay. My brother served in the army. But he lost his life in the fourth of July. My brother. <laughs> 
My sister and me. I have a whole playlist titled Merca. Okay. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Red Solo Cup is also a good one. But again, it doesn't have to be all that. Like that's not a requirement. Um, let's see. What other? There's another one. The Taliban Song by Toby Keith is also a good one. Talks us, it talks about us blowing up the Taliban. So, nothing more American than that. But, uh, yes. Okay. Mr. America himself, Toby Keith. He's an essential on America's birthday. All right. Number two, and this is more of a vibes feel rather than an American feel. This is just a good, beat, cool water vibe. All right. Number two is the Zach Brown Band. Okay. They are also essential because they have so many good beach songs. So many good songs that involve water. And I mean involving water, meaning that if you're on the water, it kills, dude. It's like it, it, it hits better in a boat. It just does. That's the Zach Brown Band. Another good song for America. It's chicken fried. Okay. Two essential artists. Now... To be honest, the rest of these are just going to be songs. Okay, I'm going to delete these two from this thing. We're just going to talk about great American songs to get you into the 4th of July mood. Okay, so this is not in any order. Okay, but these are essentials on the 4th of July. And I'm just going to go through my playlist that I've made. And if you want to see that playlist... Type in apostrophe M-E-R-C. Oh, wait. M-E-R-I-C-A. Merca by yours truly, Riley Lickway. Okay? So, songs that I have that are essentials to any list. All right? Honestly, I think you should start your day off with the national anthem. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. That might be a little controversial. But nothing is more American to starting your 4th of July than the National Anthem. Alright? Now, what National Anthem would I play? Okay, I definitely would not play Roseanne, and I definitely would not play Fergie. Those are two very not-so-good American National Anthem songs. Okay? They were done poorly. You want to know what my favorite national anthem is right now? And I don't think anybody's really done it better. Chris Stapleton from this last Super Bowl. Okay? I hated that Super Bowl, but my gosh, can Chris Stapleton sing the national anthem? That's how you sing the national anthem. Okay? So you start your day off with the national anthem. Now, how would I end my day? Okay? I would end my day with God bless the USA. Why? Because it's a nice, good, like, tail ender. Right? It just packages that present nice. All right? By Lee Greenwood, of course. Fun fact, my grandpa played security. Played security. Was security for Lee at one of his events. Now, let's see here. Obviously, I said chicken fried. I'll throw that in there. Just because chicken fried. Okay. All right. Made in America. American soldier. Now, note that American soldier is kind of a sad song, but it's a good song. Okay. The Taliban song will make you laugh and will make you want to kick. Uh, a terrorist through the chest with your foot. Alright. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. That, that was the one that I kept singing to myself. Oh, the red, white, and blue. Okay. 
Another great song. Let's see here. What else do I got in here? Um, um, let's see here. Um, oh, good one. Jack and Diane. Why? It's the American dream. That's why. All right. Let's see here. Um, huh, of course. One of the best ones. Sweet Home Alabama. Because nothing screams America more than that riff. Okay? It makes you want to go drive a NASCAR through a crowd of people and go full speed and not stop for anybody. Does that make sense? No, because that murders a lot of people, but you understand what I'm saying. You want to drive full speed, feel the adrenaline running through you. That's Sweet Home Alabama. It makes you want to put a spit, like tobacco spit, right in your mouth, hold it in, and just spit it out like a shotgun blast. Okay, that's what that does. All right. Sorry, I'm getting just, I'm just through the zone right now. Um, oh, here's another great one. American Pie. It's a long song, but it's a good song. It's a long song, but it's a good song. All right. And then uh, a great one here is Life is a Highway. Okay. Is that really American? No. It's one of those like driving songs where you're like, yeah, this is the American dream right here. Okay. Where was I going to go with this? Oh, born in the USA, obviously a great choice. Born in the USA, I was born in the USA. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh yeah, and then obviously Clear Water Revivals. Ah, uh, oh man. Fortunate Son, Jeepers. I mean, if that don't make you want to go shotgun a can of Bud Light, I don't know what will. Okay? Good rock. You'll know what I'm talking about. Um, okay. I'm just going through the rest of this, you know. Yep, there's Fortunate Son. Talked about that one. You know, pretty much you just want songs that are just going to get you in the mood, man. It makes you want to go drive a forklift through a shopping mall. All right? Drink a beer from three stories up and maybe only get a, a little bit of the beer in your mouth. Makes you want to jump off the roof and you think you can fly, but you can't, and then you fall and you break your leg. This is the effect that these songs right here has. I'm just seeing if there's anything else in here. Oh. Country roads, take me home. West Virginia, mountain mama, oh, take me home. Country roads, on the road again. I throw God's country in here, because that's a great one. Uh, let's see here. Is there anything else? Beer Can't Fix isn't too shabby. Um, yeah. I think, I think that covers a lot of the songs. Alright, but you're going to play a lot of country music, man. You're going to tap in to your inner redneck on this clip. You just are. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Because that's one thing country artists do. I think that's why they call it country. Because it celebrates this country. That's not at all why they call it country. It's because they live out in the boonies. But you know what I'm saying. They love America. Most of them do. Mostly all of them do. That's like a sign of a good country singer. They love America. Because you know that whatever they sing about, it's going to come from the heart. Okay? It's not going to be all about like... 
being in the club, spreading all that money, you know? It ain't going to be like that. So, music. These are just examples. I did not get every 4th of July song. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. Another great one that I don't have on here. But America, fuck yeah, from the one movie that I can't think of the name. I haven't seen the movie. But America, fuck yeah. Great song. Okay. Great song. Oh, man. I am jazzed. I'm real jazzed up right now. This is just great. See, this is this right here is what I'm talking about. This is what the 4th of July should do to all Americans. Rev us up. In a good way, not in a bad way where we get all mobby and burn things down, but in a good way where we look at each other, we respect our differences, we drink a beer together, and we talk about what this, what we want this country to be eventually. Okay? Because it's about progress, not perfection. It's the same way about Jesus, same way, same way about this country. Progression, not perfection. Now, where am I at? Music. Okay, now, obviously, there is one more requirement okay, for the 4th of July. And that is gear. Gear. You need to wear your red, white, and blue flag stuff. Okay, look at me right now. I'm wearing red, white, and blue. Is this American red, white, and blue? Yes, obviously, but it's not like straight up all the flags, right? So you need the flag. Okay, you need the stars and stripes. You do. Okay, you do. You just do. Obviously, this is not going to be the best drawing in the world. But. Just look at this American flag. Okay. Look at that. Did I do it wrong? Probably. Okay. But this is our flag. Roughly. Okay. Just imagine if there are 50 stars and 13 stripes. All right. You have to get a flag. You just do. You should. You should want to get a flag, man. Because you got to respect this flag. You pledge allegiance to that flag. People die for that flag. So you grab one of those flags. Obviously, don't let it touch the ground. Don't do that because then you got to burn it and that's a whole thing. Okay, But you can't burn it personally. You got to get somebody that can burn it properly. Okay, this flag don't touch the ground. You put it on a pole. You wave that thing around. Right? You've seen the Olympics. You've seen college football games. What are their flag guys doing? They got they got the certain they got their school flag, they got their conference flag, and then they got the American flag. So you grab one of those and you fly that around with pride. Okay? And if it gets dark outside and it's hanging up on a pole, make sure there's a light on it. Why? Because people need to see it. It's like the bat signal for anyone who wants to try to fight America. It's like, oh yeah, they're Americans. We don't want a piece of that. We don't. They got guns. They have the right to bear arms. These are my arms. I have the right to bear them. Okay? They don't want a piece of us. We're terrifying to them. Blow them up. Because we're America. Fourth of July. America. That's the flag. What else do I got? You got to wear your red, white, and blue, all right? You got your swim trunks on, right? But I hope they're American, all right? They got, you got to have a bald eagle on you somewhere, right? You got to get one of those flag, American flag pins that all the presidents and political candidates have, okay? You got to have that. You're going to be in your flippy floppies. I don't make the rules. Hey, you got to be in your flippy floppies, all right? Because nothing is better than being barefoot. On America's birthday. Alright? Gotta get some red, white, and blue sunglasses. Right? These sunglasses should say U-S-A. 
USA. Okay. And now the final takeaway of this that I want you to remember, and I've already said it once, but I want it in words. Okay. I want it in words. We are red, white, that worked out, and better than you. With three exclamation points. Red, white, and better than you. There's a reason we dominate the Olympics, probably. I don't watch the Olympics, I'm guessing. Okay. We got fast runners. Okay, we got basketball. We dominate basketball. Or America. Right? Soccer, not so much. We're working on it. Okay. Hockey, we aren't too bad. But I still think Russia and Canada still might give us a run for our money. Can't remember. But my point is, for the most part, when it comes to total medal count at the end of the day, America's always up there. Why? It's our pride. And pride in a good way, not in a bad way, where we're arrogant bastards. We're pride because we love this country. Good and bad. We gotta work together to fix the bad, and we gotta keep amplifying the good. Because like I said before, the news will make you think that we all are against each other, and that's just not true. It's not. We're not out here because we, we hate each other. Most people don't hate each other. Sure, we disagree. And it looks like out there that we don't have the ability to debate properly because we don't. It's just a yelling match at who can yell louder. Look at the public platforms. Look at YouTube and the Tiki Talks. Right? They're always against each other. And it's who yells the loudest, even if someone isn't right. And then they're a baby and they pick up their ball and they take it home. Because they can't play anymore. That's how it goes. And that's sad. Right? We have the Bill of Rights with lots of amendments of what we can and can't do. We have lots of checks and balances. And again, I do not trust politicians worth a crap right now. But it's our job as citizens of this beautiful country to make a difference and to, you know, fight the corruption, call out the bullshit, right? And that's on both sides. Again, we hate politics, and I don't even want to get into this rant, but I feel like I have to say it. Okay? God bless this country. He did. It was in the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay. I think I might drop the shit out of that. But get along! That's the that's the point of this whole thing. Disagree. Agree to disagree. It's okay. We have different opinions. That's what makes us all special and fun and unique. And maybe if you open your mind, you can see where that other person is coming from and try to understand. We just need a little bit more empathy. All right. Again, I'm done. I'm off my soapbox now. I didn't I don't like being up there, to be quite honest. It feels uncomfortable. All right. But my gosh, does it piss me off the politicians. Anyways, again, I said I wouldn't talk about it. And here I am. So if you like this content, because if at this point me yelling about America doesn't get you hyped up and ready to run through a brick wall, I don't know what else I can do. Okay, this podcast is on YouTube at Magic Beans Productions. Yes, have I been behind on clips? I have. I'm a one-man show right now on Magic Beans Productions. Okay, if you like hearing me talk and you want to hear me talk about comic books and specifically in the movies that are going on right now, go check out JP and the Beans Talk. Okay? And... Go check us out on TikTok, Magic Beans Productions, both podcasts at Magic Beans and Productions, at Magic Beans Productions and JP and the Beanstalk both have their separate Instagrams. They do. They just do. Okay? That's all I got, guys. 
Be safe out there with 4th of July. Don't go blow your fingers off. I'll try not to blow my fingers off. And just... Go, go light some fireworks, man. Have some fun. Be safe. God bless all of you. And God bless America.